What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are in the thick of the playoff race. We're about, what, three games in for every series, except for Brooklyn and the Celtics, I think. Uh, but we're pretty much, well, in the Hawks heat one. So two or three games in for most of them. Um, some shocking things, some not so shocking things, um, some new injuries that have come up, <laughs> come to fruition, uh, which, uh, could actually, uh, really derail probably the two championship favorites or the two teams you expected to be in the championship this year in the Bucks and the Suns major injuries there so we can talk about that a little bit obviously we'll talk about the um, nuggets getting their face beat in by the warriors um and go through all that good stuff anywhere you want to start in particular you want to start with the nuggets you want to talk about some of these other series we can uh let's just start let's just get the nuggets over with all right so the nuggets series currently down 2-0 um not ideal uh but i think you know we both at least saw this coming um i said i I think we both said five um but we were both kind of unsure if the nuggets would even get to that point um you know and (laughs) i just think back to the guy who on twitter told me don't you remember the nuggets went three and one in the regular season against the warriors yeah how's that looking now (laughs) how's that three one looking now for you uh but i digress um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just listen, the, the Warriors are better. They're just better. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Um, has Jokic played well? No, not by his standards. And Draymond Green has been playing really well um, against Jokic when he has been guarding him. Um, I think in the series, let's see, Jokic game one had 25-10-6. Um, he was a minus 19 and then in game two, he had 26, 11, and four. He was a minus 26, which, I mean, that's funny. I mean, you look at those stats, it's like, wow, 26, 11, and four, 25, whatever I said, 10 and six. Uh, that's a bad game for, I mean, for Jokic, yeah. I mean, you can tell. It's a terrible game. It's, it's not, it's not good. Um, and credit to the Warriors. I mean, they're, they're making just things tough. And, and they don't, they're daring literally everybody else to beat them, essentially. Um, except in the moments where, you know, they play Draymond one-on-one with Jokic, then, you know, they're, they're shading off of Aaron Gordon. They're forcing him to take shots and he's not doing anything well. Um, Will Barton is up and down. And then you saw the little scuffle between him and Boogie and, you know, Monte has had moments, but not like no one's, no one's stepping up. And then it doesn't help the fact that the Warriors can shoot the lights out of the ball, like always, um, there, there's just no, there's no answer defensively. There's no answer offensively, and you know at this point, I, I was of this mindset the entire season. Don't bring these guys back into the playoffs now. Don't bring them back, really. And speaking of Michael Porter and, and Jamal Murray, like at this point, just, just let them rest. I don't think it's the worst thing. I think this team is gassed. I don't think this is a stain on Michael Malone, which some people would like to make it out to be. You know, you, you see a lot of people saying, why isn't he making adjustments? Why isn't he doing this? What adjustment do you want Michael Malone to make? Like, like <laughs> there that's, are no more adjustments. That is my because question for them. Your, your adjustments are starting. Exactly. So you can't make any more. Now, I didn't watch game two because I knew they were going to 
Yeah. They got flambeed. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but Faku, uh, is Faku play? <laughs> no, but you, you know what's so weird about this? Faku's going to play tonight. Michael Malone was interviewed before the game. He said he's going to play Faku because he knows if there's anybody on this team that'll go down fighting, it's going to be Faku. But and, he played six minutes in game two. Well, he's going to play a lot more this game. Yeah. You know what the halftime show is going to be tonight? I'm joking about Faku. I, I don't no, know. No, it's going to be a Chihuahua themed show. So you said unleash the Chihuahua in this yeah. series. And the yeah. game that Faku is going to play the most, the halftime is a Chihuahua themed show. So, um, I mean, I, I, I guess, but like, my question is like, <laughs> what do it's, it's, I, I don't know how you're right about some of these things. I just don't get it. Um, I just don't know. Like, like, I don't think people understand. You're finally admitting it. It's hilarious. It's, no, I mean, you get but it, make, but it makes sense. It makes sense though, because who are the guys that Faku has always bothered, right? It's the smaller guards. Now, Steph is 6'3", so he's not a small guard, but he is small. It's not like um, you're playing Russell Westbrook or Ja, right? Where they're physically just... Yeah. Right. Whereas Steph, he's more finesse. Um, Even CP3. And and this is why Faku has worked against guys like CP3. Um, Now, I don't know if he's ever played against Steph. I'm... So... I I don't know. I think it's your only it's your only option. Put him on Jordan um Poole, put him on on Steph and just see what happens. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm not saying play the guy 30 minutes because I would uh well, I'm probably not going to watch either way, but I I I will if I did watch, I my head would explode. Um well, I will So, watch. no, but Put him, put him in in there in, in stretches and just get in his head. The problem with the problem with all of this though is that it's only gonna stop one guy, and it well, it's only gonna possibly stop one guy. Yeah, the Warriors have, really. I mean, the Warriors have like ten guys. Uh, you know, there's not really much you can do. Uh. You, Ten. I mean, they have they well, have four. It feels like it they, feels they just have like three it. guys that can score whenever, however, you know. Right, and those three guys feel like ten different guys. Yeah, I mean, Paul, Clay, no. Steph. I would say Wiggins can get his own pretty much mm-hmm. at any moment. But like, uh, going back to like the the adjustment thing, like, what do you want them to do? Because you, you realize with these injuries, right? Like, guys who are slotted to play their normal role now have to play a different role and play above what they're capable. So, like, people that are murdering Aaron Gordon, like, you realize there's a reason why he looked great post-trade, because he was option number four or five offensively, and he could hone in defensively. Now, he's either option two or 2B, depending on how Will Barton's playing on the night, and then he has to go expend energy defensively. So you're asking him to step up. You're asking Will Barton, who should probably be your third or fourth option realistically, to be your second option and third option, but he's too up and down to where he's not reliably your third option. And then it, it just goes from there. You're asking Monte right. to provide you starting. Like, like I don't think, like people just think when you, when you bring up the injuries, it's, oh, it's an excuse. Like, no, it, it's really legitimate. Like, it's not just you're missing your two you know, your second best and your third best player, but you're now your whole team has to switch and play above what they're capable of. 
And on top of that, you make the load harder for Jokic to pull. Because now it's the playoffs. Now things are different. Now teams are, are really honing in on matchups and game plans and focusing in and adjustments and things like that. And, and, and we can talk about, too, Jokic being murdered for, oh, the MVP should be able to get one game. I, I forgot who tweeted it, but it was like, Jokic played, one, it's a regular season award, so let's emphasize that, but people forget that all the time. He played as well as he did, had an MVP caliber regular season, got them to the sixth seed, but yet you're somehow shocked that he's losing to the three seed, who is healthy, with all of their best players. And you want to take away the, the the MVP from it. Like, I just, I don't get it. There's so many different things. But, like, we saw this coming. I saw this coming. Like, I'm not angry about it. It's honestly actually really impressive what the Warriors are doing. And I'm just kind of, like, trying to enjoy it. Like, yeah, it sucks my team is getting completely roasted every night they play. But I just, I know that this team is, if they were healthy, they would put up more of a fight. Now, we can certainly talk about whether or not they would be a contender because I think in the offseason we really have to look at this team and and the roster construction. And, I mean, you look at teams like Minnesota, for example. I mean, you need defensive stoppers. And the Nuggets have one, but the other guys, I'm not so sure. And, and you're seeing what Boston is able to do. Like, who would have thought Boston, like who we both picked to lose the series, by the way, for them to hold KD to two terrible games in a row, do you know what KD was averaging after a terrible game? Like this was a big talk after game one. Do you do you know like the game following a poor performance? He he was averaging thirty nine points per game, and yet they held him to two bad games in a row. Kyrie didn't do squat the other night, so like you're seeing teams like having these defensive, athletic guys, and I think really the Nuggets need to focus in on that and find a way to swap some offensive pieces for that. But as far as the Nuggets, like, I don't, I don't know what people want from this. And I'm not like, you know, you, people say you let Michael Malone off the hook and, oh, you're, because of the injuries, you don't have championship expectations. No, that's not true at all. Like, I just don't think it's fair to place championship expectations on a team that's not fully championship healthy. If this team was healthy, then absolutely. You know, if they were fully healthy and getting whopped like this, then it would be disappointing. Like, I, I just don't get the, the Michael Malone slander. Like, I get it. He's not the world's greatest coach. I think there's other coaches that are more promising and are better adjusters and make better adjustments and things like that. But we haven't seen Michael Malone with this team yet. So before we, like, jump to conclusions and kill everybody, can we at least wait? I, I don't know. That's That's just me. I don't know what adjustments people want to make. Yeah, but, you know, some people have their own agendas and they want Michael Malone fired and they don't want Nikola Jokic to get his love and all this stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't think even if this team was healthy would beat the Warriors. Um, I don't think this is a championship team. And you're right. So there's some things that you mentioned, and and I, if you would have asked me before the playoffs started, I would have said absolutely, fully healthy. I think this championship team. Now I don't. Um, they need to get. Looking at how Boston, a team like Boston, or even a team like Golden State, you have your stars, right? So for Boston, for example, you have um. Tatum and Brown, right? Those are you two, your two guys. 
those are who you're relying on. Okay. The Nuggets, you got Jokic and Jamal. Hopefully Jamal. We'll see. But ideally, it's Jamal. Okay. So you've, you've got that part. And that's the hardest part. So you got those two guys. The other part, though, is finding essentially, essentially 3 and D guys that can do a little bit more than just being able to shoot the three offensively. So Marcus Smart, he can do more than just, you know, he's not a three-point shooter either, but he, he can do more than just defend. He can play make. He can get to the rim, right? He can score at the rim. Um, uh, Daniel Thies, Thies, uh, he can score in, in other ways. He's not necessarily a three-point shooter, but he can score. He can, he can score off the dribble. He can hit mid-range shots. Like He can do other things. He can also defend Al Horford. Same thing, right? He can defend. He can shoot the three. Um, he, you can get him in the post. They have Williams off the bench. Um, and then you have kind of two, I guess, not necessarily sharpshooters, but just two guys off the bench that can score in White and Pritchard. So that's how... Now, they need more size. Al Horford isn't the biggest. Uh, so I think... I don't know. They might have... They're probably going to have issues with Giannis if they do get to the second round. And if, if speaking of, if Milwaukee can get to the second round too. But you need more of, it's not necessarily just finding, oh, this guy can shoot a three and he can defend. No, it's not, it's not that simple. You need guys that can also, they, they don't necessarily need to shoot the three. They just need to be able to, to create, to help create to to you know Mar like a Marcus Smart who can he's I mean he's our point guard so he can facilitate but he can also score he can hit a three once in a while and he's a great defender obviously winning defense player of the year so you need a mixture it's not like it's not like you know you're you're going out and just saying okay we need we need to go sign three Jay Crowders right that's not going to work. And and so when you look at Phoenix, they've got multiple guys, not counting their one-two punch in, in CP3 and Booker, but Cam Johnson can do different things other than 3 and D, right? Uh, Mikkel Bridges, he can do other things than just 3 and D. Those are the type, type of players that the Nuggets need, and they don't have any of those guys, except for, I guess you can make an argument, for Aaron Gordon, but other than that, yeah, he, he's, he's not really a creator. Numbers. He he's more of he really is a three and D and then a cutter. Like he can't really create. Yeah, he's, he's a finishing defensive right. player. That's, There's no other defensive players on the Nuggets other than Faku. Like it, it's it's not gonna work. So this is not a championship team. Um, they need more defense. And I think if you really do believe in MPJ and Jamal being fully 100% and being back to what we know they can be, then your offense will be fine. They need to go out and, and essentially I'm, what I'm saying is it's time to get rid of Will Barton. And, and Will has played well in stretches, but he is not a, he is not a good defender. Um, he, he just kind of zones out. And then offensively, he's completely inconsistent. 
he can facilitate and, and kind of create on his own, but that in itself kind of becomes a disaster. So it is time to move on from Will Barton, and it's also time to move on from Monte Morris. You need to find another guard that can be a better defender because right now you have no guards that can defend. So if you want to put Jamal at the point, then you have to go out and find a backup that can defend like a Marcus Smart type of player. I'm not saying go out and get Marcus Smart because you can't, but like someone like that, that can do those things. And look, if you want to start, if you want to, Keep Monte then on the bench, fine. Then move Jamal to the two, like I've been saying for the last two years. And and bring in someone who can defend and create a little bit too. And put him at the point, put Jamal at the two. So, and then get rid of Will Barton if you want to do that. But they need more defenders. Then that's where then you go out and say, okay, we need three and D guys to come off the bench, right? You need a a, a Jay Crowder to come off the bench because if you go out and find a defensive minded point guard or just guard in general and replace Will Barton in that starting lineup, whether it's a point guard or not, you can move Jamal to two either way. It doesn't matter. Or you can have Jamal be at the point. Then you have MPJ at the three, Aaron Gordon at the four and Jokic at the five. That works. And then if you want to keep Monte fine, if, if, if there is a point guard out there, Let's say you replace Will with a shooting guard, then maybe you replace uh, Monte with a more of a defensive-minded point guard, and then you go out and get you know your Jay Crowder type of player come off the bench. That is probably the way to build this team out. You're essentially what you need to do. How I don't know how many times we've said this, but what's the one player Nikola Jokic? How you want to build around? What's the one player that you should follow? That you should look at and say. We should probably build around Jokic like other teams have built around this player. It's LeBron. So you need guys, you need high IQ guys that can defend, that can also facilitate and shoot the three. And that's what they need to go out and do. So no, this is not a championship team, whether they were healthy or not. And we would have realized that when they played Golden State, whenever that would have been. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think before the season, we we previewed if they were to meet up with the Warriors, I think that was a team I think both of us had them losing to. So, I mean, it, that's not yeah. completely surprising. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the most glaring issue on this team has been um, point of attack defense and, and really anything around that. Like, um, Jokic is obviously he's not a bad defender anymore. I think he's solid. I think it's fair to say that. Um, but... If you're if you don't have a rim protector, you need to have guys who can stop ball and who aren't going to get blown right. past. So I mean, you can't have both a terrible point of attack defense and then a guy who's not right. going to protect the rim, which is what the Nuggets have. Well, so, also I forgot about Bones. So honestly, what I would do is go out and find a starting point guard that can defend, put Jamal at the two, and then go out and get a more like one or two wing defenders come off the bench and have bones run the the second unit that's what i would do well and and i mean you look at the the free agents coming up i mean there's not a lot of guys that are 
that fit that bill, right? And you, and you mentioned Jay Crowder. Like, who who was who was like really banging the table for Jay Crowder <clears throat> out of the bubble? It was this guy, Montrez Harrell, and Jay Crowder. No, Harrell's kind of fallen off since since the bubble year. But um, Jay Crowder has obviously found a perfect role in Phoenix. But no, I, I think that's something. And I don't want to get into this now because I, I really want to leave it for the off season. But I really think that if you want to get better defensively and if you want impact players at that spot, I really think you have to go into this offseason with an open mind in the sense of, listen, if a team is asking for Michael, then you you may have to look into to giving up Michael Porter. And would you now, now look, this option isn't available anymore. But would you trade MPJ for Ben Simmons? Yeah, now, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, that's right again. Um, I mean, you, you, you have to, you, you have scores. You, got, you, have, you have guys who, who can score, mm-hmm. right? And MPJ makes everyone better. So, or not MPJ, Jokic, sorry. Jokic makes everyone better. You don't need MPJ. But at this point, his value is, is worthless, I think. So maybe you hope that he plays well and deadline next year and right, but not too well to where you want to keep him. you know, like it has to be where he, he regains his value, but you're like, okay, well he doesn't, you know, even if he plays great, we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily think he meshes well with Jamal and, and, and Jokic. Well, how about this? I mean, here's a guy I'm I'm looking, what am I? Chris Collinsworth. Um, so I'm looking at spot rack right now and Colin Sexton is a name. So he's a restricted yeah. free agent. So you're going to have to match him. But I mean, with him going down and Darius Garland really picking up the slack. Well, well sign and trade, sign and trade. I mean, that's give, a us, guy, give us Colin Sexton. We'll give you MPJ. I mean, that that's who I'm thinking. I mean, that's a guy who's and up, well, they're going to have to unload money. So, okay. What do you do this? They're going to lose. Let's say you can get Colin Sexton to, you know, sign with you. Right. And let's say Cleveland can't really match it, but they they need to figure things out. Right. Mm-hmm. What if you could get Kevin Love and Sexton for MPJ? Um, I mean, sure. I think Love still has something that is valuable. I mean, he murders the Nuggets every time we play him. Um but I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, that's fine to me. Um, and then you can flip Kevin Love later on if, if you're you, Cleveland. If you I mean, you get a to. a stalwart at that, you know, at the forward position, right? Because which is I, what they need. I mean, what do you would you rather have marketing or you want MPJ? Um, right. So I mean that I mean that kind of solidifies their lineup right there. I mean, Jared Allen. I think do they start both bigs? Jared Allen, um, Evan Mobley. Yeah, Mobley's a four. MPJ. I mean, Darius Garland and whoever they're running at the two, I think it was, I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's, hey, that's a huge lineup right there. Um, that, that would be actually really interesting. I'd be really intrigued if I was if I was them. But, I mean, that's that's the type of guys you want to look at, right, is like a Colin right. Sexton, a guy who's tenacious defensively. There you can kind of move Jamal around. That's another guy who can handle the ball. Um, you know, Bobby Portis has a player option this year. Maybe he opts out. Who knows? That'd be a guy I think you could... Mm-hmm. I don't know how realistic that is, but um, another guy, Bruce Brown um, for for uh, Brooklyn, 
He's a guy who's tenacious defensively. So, I mean, there's there's some names. Nick Batum, more of a obviously a wing defender, but he's gonna he has a player option. You can bring in one of the Morris twins. Eh, not sure how that's gonna. Go. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sure how that would go over. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be odd. But um, so I mean, I guess there is a few guys. I mean, you could bring back Austin Rivers if you want, but I don't. I don't know. No. Um, Otto Porter Jr. That's an interesting one. He's gonna be a UFA. Um, so I mean, there is some some names out there, but I do. Ooh, Gary Payton II is a free agent this year. Um, so there's there's names, but. Yes, the you unless you're and it's kind of like the NFL, right? Unless you have an exceptional exceptionally all-time unit, right? Like you're you're the Warriors that can shoot lights out threes type of thing. Um or you're just dominant in the paint, you know, with a Shaq type of guy, but you know, I'm not saying that those teams with Shaq didn't play defense, but if, if you don't have something that's completely skewed to where you're just greater at that one thing than everybody else's as a team in general, I just don't know if you can go into a postseason, especially with how athletic guys are now, and anybody can score and get a bucket. I mean, we saw Brunson go for 43 the other night. Well, even um, look at the Warriors, though, because they have Wiggins, who's a great defender. They have... Draymond, who's one of the best defenders in the league, fall time, and Clay is a good defender too. Like it's not like you know, and they have Gary Payton as well. He defends. Kuminga hasn't played, which is surprising, no. but he can defend. Well, I mean, and, like and they, Jordan Poole, I think he's he may not be a great defender, he's but bigger. he at least he's gives effort too on that right. end. And that's um, they have Otto too. Porter. Like so, it's not like it's not like they they're like, oh yeah, we're just gonna now shoot you. Like they're a great defensive team, mm-hmm. and they were, I think, number one for a good portion of the season before I think they play got there. Two, um, and, th- and that's what you're seeing, right? I mean, that's one of the things with Phoenix, right? Mikael Bridges was a TV- defensive player of the year candidate. Um, right. DeAndre Ayton protecting the rim. Jay Crowder, we know what he can do. Chris Paul, even though he's older, he's still a tenacious defender, and he'll get up in you. And then Devin Booker took a step defensively as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you see what Boston has and things like that. So, like, that's key. Like, obviously, you need the stars, right? It's like the NFL. You need the quarterback before you can really do anything. But if you just have the quarterback and you don't have great pieces around him, you're not going to do anything. You might make it to the playoffs, but you're not going to do anything. So well, now- okay, here, here's the thing, though. And, and this is where it comes back to, can Jokic be your best player on a championship team? Because here's the thing that, for example... The Bucks, their best player is Giannis, who's also great defensively. Um, Tatum, Boston's best player, who's also great defensively. Golden State, Steph's the best player, but they've they've gone out and 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 so you, right? So the pro, so what you have to do is Jokic isn't a great defender. He's he's better than he used to be, but he's not a great defender. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You know, with with a guy like Giannis or even Tatum, you don't have to hide them, right? Because they're so great defensively that you can put, you can, you don't have to, even though those teams have concentrated on defense, you don't necessarily have to, right? So the, the problem is, is that you have to hide Jokic defensively and you don't have anyone that can do so. I like DeMarcus Cousins. I like the fit with DeMarcus Cousins. 
But you're right. If you're not going to have a rim protector, you you need to go you need to go out and surround Jokic with great defensive players and just hope that Jokic can make them better offensively. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I will say I still think Jokic can be the best player on a championship team. One because I think his ascension to a top 10 player I think is is I think he can be. But you have to build it correctly around him. Now, it might be a little bit more tough to build around him than than other guys, but I think you still can be, but you have to build it correctly. Like you and that's on Tim Connolly. Like we we've given Tim his flowers for all these great draft picks and all these things. Right. But now it's now it's time to to do some more legwork. Like you're not well, done time, there either. Look, it, it's time to let go of the quote unquote cornerstone guys that helped rebuild this team. Like it's time. Demonte, it's time to let it, Yeah, it's time to let these guys go. It's time. Like I I don't I I really I understood keeping them for this year because it because one you didn't see the full potential of the team last year. But then two, if, you know, Jamal were to miss a whole year, then it's pointless to go out and, and make major changes. So I don't necessarily hate that they didn't do anything last summer. I understand it. But this it, it makes no sense to sit just to sit on this roster and try to run it back. It makes no sense. And if they do that, they have they, they've put the franchise back of a few years. Mm-hmm. No, I, it, it, I think it is that big of a deal. They need yeah. to move on. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's there's changes that have to be made. Obviously, I think the core of what you want is Jokic and, and Jamal. And and outside yep. of that, I think anybody and everybody. Well, I mean, Aaron Gordon probably not, but um, well, I mean, I guess even him to an extent, if, if you want. If you it depends, something. I guess it depends. But I would rather have Aaron Gordon over MPJ. And, and I think that's a fair point to to make. And I don't know if a lot of people feel that way. Um, but at this point, if if you have to give up MPJ to get all around better, then I think that's fine. You know, it's like adding an accessory to a Lamborghini. Do you really need the accessory or do we want to build the snow tire? Do we want to have snow tires on it in case you go up to Aspen? Even though Lamborghinis won't run in the snow anyways, but still you get what I'm going at here. I, I think there is some some things that need to be done and there's some guys in free agency that they can go after. You know, there's some interesting names, especially at the, the center spot. Um, you have a guy in like Thaddeus Young who's going to be a free agent at power forward. Um, that's a guy who's a little bit more athletic, can play. I mean, hey, maybe you look into bringing Gary back. He's going to be a, a UFA. Yeah, he'd be um, perfect. And and I saw, I don't know who it was, just some random guy, but Tony Jones who covers the Jazz for the Salt Lake Tribune. You know who, well, real quick, you know who else would have been perfect? P.J. Dozier. You got rid of him. <sighs> I, I didn't like what they did to P.J., and I think I said that after they traded him. I didn't like how, how they did that. No. That to me was kind that of was a mistake. That to me was kind of wrong, um, and you know that's a guy who who gave it all for you there, and he tore his ACL. But yeah, three and D guy. Uh, thankfully, he's on he's on the Celtics, so he's on a good team. 
Um, but <laughs> you know where things kind of went wrong is, and I don't want to say like I regret the Aaron Gordon trade, but you had to give up pieces that you really kind of regret giving up now. Gary Harris, I mean, you're telling me RJ Hampton wouldn't help in certain situations here defensively, his well, athleticism, things like that. I sure, mean, I would still but- do it, but I'm just saying like, it sucks that the pieces you had to give up, like, you're like, man, we could really you, use that now. You should have given up Will instead of Gary. Well, I mean, that. who knows if Orlando would have gone for that, though. That's the thing. I, probably. To be honest, probably. I, I, I just... I, I just think they've chosen the wrong players and they've let go of the right players. They chose Monte Morris and Will Barton. And... They let go of Gary and, and Dozier. I, I would flip. I would. I would flip the two in a heartbeat. I, mean, I, I think Monte still has a place on this team, but it, I don't think so. He got he got guy. starter minutes and struggled. Well, he had good games well, once in a while. Yeah, he's a backup but, point guard. So I mean, yeah. But I, I think a second unit guy. I think he's awesome. But I yeah, mean, but you have Bones, so you you're gonna roll with with Bones and 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 Monte at one and two. That's not going to work defensively. Now your bench is terrible defensively again. It's not. It, look, Bones at this point is already better than Monte. Uh, Maybe not as a facilitator, but he is better. I mean, he's got better potential, I guess. But and honestly, I think Bones is a better defender because I, I think with his length, I think he gets. I think he gets his hands on, on the ball more often. He he can get steals. He's great at that. So. <sighs> Right now, I would take Bones over Monte. It's time to move on from Monte and Will. Those those are the two obvious, and that's a ton of money too. You can trade those two and get four guys back that are defensive minded, and your offense, the the where your guys where you're gonna get your scoring from is Jokic, Jamal, Gordon at times, Bones, uh, and MPJ. Your offense is fine. Yeah. Get rid of Will, get rid of Monte, and get defenders. And there's some there's some more I'm looking at this list. There's some interesting bigs that are gonna be um free agency this year. Uh, another guy in Robert Covington who'd be an interesting option at the four mm-hmm. defender. Um but you're gonna have Sergi Baca. Now can he stay healthy? Um, you know, you're gonna have who else did I see as a big? Uh JaVale's probably done here. Uh Kevon Looney's an interesting one. Uh, I mentioned Bobby Portis, but that might be out of their price range. Um, who who did I see that really? Picked? Well, I mean, obviously Dwight Howard. That'd be kind of interesting. Dwight uh, Howard would be Whiteside, good. Drummond, interesting one. Um, I don't think they want to go the small route. And then you look at the guards. Right. I mean, Wesley Matthews is going to be a free agent. Obviously, he's long in the tooth, but he's still a really solid defender. So, I mean, they have some options to where they can get better on that side of the ball. It just, I, I just think it's something that needs to change. Um, do the Nuggets win tonight, though? Do, do they get one? No. Okay. Okay. I don't know if they're going to get one either. And, and it's, not because, <laughs> it's not because of the others. It's because of Jokic. He just hasn't played well. No, and I, I you know what, I... I don't want to be a Jokic apologist, and I don't want to seem like, oh, you're just making excuses for Jokic. I, I just think he's honestly exhausted. Well, look, I, I hate that excuse. I really do. Because if it, because we've all known for the last year that more than likely Jokic was going to be by himself in the playoffs, or at least for the last six months. So why hasn't he been resting? 
why hasn't Malone rested him? Well, if we because if he is if he is exhausted if he is exhausted in the playoffs, you should have rested him. Right. And was that not a key that we talked about? I think that was before each year I do my burning questions, and that was one of them. Right? I don't want to hear that excuse of him being exhausted because he played almost every game. What well, are you doing? No, yeah, no, that's that's on Malone and, and them. But I, I do think he is physically exhausted. Like, I, I do think that's a thing. He's had to carry this team on his back through. And it's, but that's players. also on him and Malone because Jokic well, should have. Well, I, I think part of it though is Malone will ask him if he wants to sit, and he, he says no. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. But I, I think part of it's that. Um, I do think he has to play better. Uh, that's not excusing his play, but I think that's part of the reason why his play isn't great. And you know, at times I think he just he, he kind of checks out because he knows like we're shot, we have no chance. Um, but but you know, he I, needs to, he just needs to be more dominant. He, get him on the block every single time. I, I don't, I, there shouldn't be a possession where he does not touch the ball on the block. Well, I mean, that, that because, goes to your guards too, because the Nuggets because are the worst team at getting him the ball. Every, every player on Golden State is undersized. Jokic, if, if, if he, even him is six foot nine. Yeah, he's bigger than that. I think he's like six I nine, don't six think 11. so. I think he's six. I, I'm pretty sure he's six nine. Um, I thought he was always an undersized big. Um, yeah, he's six nine. There is no one that can touch Jokic on that on that Warriors team. He should easily, easily be able to put up forty because no one can guard him. Yeah, well, except for I mean, he is struggling one on one. It's not like Golden State is doubling him every time. No, yeah, it's a combination he be dominating of him, the series. him not playing well, the team not playing well. I mean, everything that can go wrong in this series has gone wrong for the Nuggets. And Jokic is, is not undeserving of any blame here. He certainly is. Um, but I, I think there's I think there's reasons for everything that we're seeing. And, you know, whether people want to accept it or not, you know, whatever, that's fine. It's your prerogative. But we'll see. This team definitely needs a makeover. Um, there's things that have to, to change if they want to continue to maximize on this window. I agree they can't come back with the same squad. And, you know, if that means, like I said, trading MPJ, offloading Will Barton if you can. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Tim Connolly attacks that. Uh, the Have you been watching the Wolves-Grizzlies game? Uh, yeah, uh, Memphis has <laughs> its lead to 12. Making a roaring... Well, they were down 7. Now it's now it's down 9 on, on mine. Um, but, uh, oh, well, it says 12 on ESPN, so I don't know. Let's see, what's the score again? 56-44, okay. Theirs might be, yeah, so it's a little bit ahead. Uh, right now, they're down nine on mine, but, um, so yeah, I mean, they were down almost 30 at one point, but um, Minnesota's a fiery young team, man. They are, mm-hmm. I'll give them that, but uh, there's that youth. <laughs> it's the youth. That's, that's all. Well, I mean, I think both teams, though, are young. I, And that's why I said when we picked this series, and I picked Minnesota, because I, I just think it's a bad... And we, you know, we've talked about it a million times with the Nuggets. Matchups matter. And it might it is sometimes the most important uh, deciding factor in a playoff series is the matchup. You could have the better team and the better, better roster, but sometimes the matchup is just really bad for you. It, it's like in the bubble with Milwaukee. like It was just a bad matchup with Miami. 
right? Like there is just some there's just some series where you're just you just can't stop them or and you just can't score on them because they have certain uh mismatches that you just can't handle. And there's a couple for for Memphis. Um and it's weird that they benched Steven Adams today. Uh, I don't really get that because they're already undersized. And now when you look at it, I mean, I guess Towns only has six points, but I don't know. He, he has like four blocks, though. It's just a weird matchup. I think Minnesota probably wins this series. Um, I just Memphis to me. They have one superstar. And they have a bunch of others. And I, I get Bane is really good and he has 16 tonight. But he's been a bit inconsistent. Brooks has been inconsistent. Anderson's been inconsistent. Darren Jackson's been inconsistent. Clark has been inconsistent. Like they just have a bunch of others with one superstar and one like solid guy that's been semi consistent. You know, like I just. For Minnesota, when I look at Minnesota, yeah, they're really young, but Beverly's been consistent. Russell's been inconsistent, but hasn't needed, doesn't need to necessarily be consistent. Um, Edwards has been great in a, in every game, and if they win tonight, you can you can kind of see like I just I don't know it it's Edwards, Towns, and Russell. If two of them play well, like really well. I, I don't I don't think Memphis can beat them, right? Like if two of those three guys play really well, which has been which was the case in Game One and which has been the case today. Well, Edwards think, and, and Edwards and Russell are, are playing really well. I think the difference is their defense. I don't I don't think it's so much about the like those guys playing. I mean, obviously it is, but Edwards didn't play well Game Two. Obviously, Cat got in foul trouble, but. Um, what's been impressive is their defense and their tenacity on the defensive end of the floor. Like they're, they're running a zone so high up. Um, and Pat Bev is covering so much space and, yeah. and Anthony Edwards is, is using his athleticism. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's Russell. been awesome. Yeah. And I just saw Russell just, uh, strip jaw not too long ago. So I think that's something that's been taken away. I think this is definitely a seven game series. Um, but I think this thing ends in six. I don't know. I think I think this goes seven. But um, I hope so because it's been a fun series. Yeah, it's probably been the best series thus far outside of. I- I've really enjoyed the Boston. Yeah, that Brooklyn one's series. been the best. Um, that one's been the best. Brooklyn should have won game one. I thought should have won both games. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, well, game two. I mean, they were they were they were up by what seven. Life. Well, they were up by 17 in the first well, yeah, half. But, but late, they were holding on for dear life. Game one, they, they should have definitely won. I mean, they, they they had the lead late, and then KD couldn't buy a bucket, and then obviously get the that. But, I mean, credit to Boston. I mean, their defense is real. So um, Jason Tatum is for real, too. And also, I'm su- I've am been pleasantly surprised. I'm mean, Jalen Brown has showed up in the playoffs. Huh? And that was one of my concerns was, you know, will Jalen Brown play well in the playoffs because I know Tatum will. Um, but yeah, Jalen Brown has been, he's been fantastic too. Um, what other series has, I mean, jazz got one. 
good for them. Uh, yeah, That's they'll lose. They're supposed to do. Um, well, Luca's Luca's not gonna play tonight. So I mean, if you're the Jazz, you took home court. Better capitalize while you can. I mean, they'll they did... split in. They'll split in uh, in Utah because I Luca was close to playing tonight. So I'm guessing he'll play in Game Four, Probably. which they'll win. This is a must-win game for Utah. If Utah loses this game tonight, this thing's ending in five. Ugh. Um, Bucks Chicago. I haven't really watched much of that series. I watched the tail end of Game One. Um, I didn't really watch game two last night, but obviously Bobby Portis got hurt. He left the game, got elbowed in the face, I guess. And then Middleton sprained his MCL. They're saying he's going to be out a couple weeks. Um, Milwaukee might be in trouble slightly. Um, I think they're in big trouble. I, I at this point, depending on how long Middleton is out. Well, I mean, he's definitely going to miss the series. I mean, they said he's going to be well, out for two to three let me see let me if he's out for i think they'll be able to get past the bulls i think Giannis can do it um but i don't think they can get past boston if if middleton is is even if he's playing but if he's you know absolutely not yeah i i don't think i boston is right now i think i miami's playing great too but i think right now the team to be in the east is boston yeah yeah i would agree I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the finals. Um, I I think it'll be at this point, Boston knowing Middleton's injury. I think it's it's Boston and Golden State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Middleton's gonna be out at least two weeks. So kind of the same time frame as um as Devin Booker. Which is by the way, which is great for Golden State because the one team that I didn't think they could beat in the finals was Milwaukee. I think they have a much better shot against Boston than they do against milwaukee just because boston's a smaller team now they have great defenders but so does golden state so um i i yeah that would be a really that would be an amazing finals and i think golden state would win that one yeah i think that's like six or seven game series that would be a fun series um but yeah no i mean milwaukee should be slightly concerned at this point because i mean drew's gonna have to step up you know, if Bobby Portis is out for any extended period of time, you know, Chicago's mm-hmm. pretty much healthy at this point, right? I think everybody's playing except for is Lonzo playing? Lonzo. No, Lonzo's out. Okay, so I mean they're and if if you get what you got from DeMar last night and you get forty one, then I mean you have a really good shot. But I mean they, they took care of business too, right? They got a they stole a game on the road. Now you've taken home court. Now you've got to capitalize on that. Um, so I mean, all this talk about oh if Jokic is the MVP. You better get him past this, you know, this team. Well, I mean, listen, to be honest, you could play, apply the same pressure to Giannis. You know, if he's as great, which I, he's the best player in the NBA, you were on it first. I've come around to it. He should be able to beat that team. So we'll see if that can happen. Um, Sixers, I also so think the Warriors are 100 times better than the Bulls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sixers, Raptors, I haven't really watched a lick of that series really couldn't really care less on that one. look credit to Embiid uh for hitting that shot now it, it was tied it was one of those just throw it up and you know those are a bit easier to hit um it's oh, not like they're losing or something yeah he had a, a game winning three uh in overtime yeah, so I didn't even uh, he he's been great um and i think he's been much better than Jokic has been in the playoffs yeah 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 i think there's reasons for that though but yes, I agree. Um, well, it's not like Harden's helping him out. Harden's oh, been crap. Man. 
Man. James Harden is terrible in the playoffs. He Man. is so bad. There's he no... might be for every he might be the worst superstar in NBA history in the playoffs. I mean, you can make an argument. You could certainly make an argument. I, I can't think of another that is that bad. He is awful. I mean in the playoffs. Yeah, a player of his caliber, I, yeah. He sucks in the playoffs. If you're a Philly fan, how are you feeling? <laughs> I wish Ben Simmons wasn't such a you know what? Because <laughs> I mean I mean or they should have they should have went after CJ is what they should have done, but you know, the GM, uh, whatever his name, was in Houston, so he loves Harden. I don't know why, but he loves They're Harden. Yeah. Yeah, they should have went and got CJ um, and then kept Seth Curry and, and Drummond. Yeah. I thought they got worse after that trade. Yeah. I, yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, starters, I we, uh, we agreed lineup gets better, more. but overall as a team, you probably get worse, and you're going to see that when they don't get past the second round. Um Depending on who they play, of course. Phoenix. Uh, they won't beat Miami. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Phoenix Pelicans. Um, obviously, you know this this series. I I still think Phoenix probably wins this series, but the Devin Booker injury is quite monumental. Um, and I I was on it. I'm giving myself my flowers. I yeah, said you said it before you said the it. season. I was worried specifically with Devin Booker how much tread was on those tires and what happened he gets hurt it's a hammy soft tissue he had apparently the past two seasons he's had hamstring issues um and now it's the opposite one i guess he had issues with the opposite one earlier in the year now it's this other one and now it's two to three weeks they're saying i mean and that thing even then right like even if he comes back there's no guarantee that that's going to be completely right because right, because it's, it's a soft tissue. It, that thing that can pop up. That anytime. can go at any moment. We've seen players from all sports, right? Like right. a guy that comes to my mind, Miles Austin. There's well, and, it, for you. and if he rushes in, and if he's not careful, that can go down to the knee. Yeah, well, that can that can be a tear. And yeah. you, you just, I, you probably don't. I, in a sense, I feel for Phoenix fans because I know I I don't know why you feel for them. Um, Now, look, I wasn't rooting for anyone to get injured, but I mean, we all now now everyone knows how it feels. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. (laughs) Now, you know, here's a sit on the injury couch. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. They have the easiest road to the conference finals. I, I think they still get to the conference finals because we all know Luca's hampered, uh, and Dallas is not a good team around Luca, so Luca would still have Dallas, to be. Well, yeah, and well, and if it's Utah, they'll 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 beat Utah in five, whether <laughs> they have Booker or not. So they they will get to the conference finals for Phoenix, and this is honestly, if I'm Phoenix, I sit Booker for the whole. Well, they have to for the whole first round. And then if they get Utah, I would sit them for the whole second round and just maybe bring them back at the end of the second round if you you can, if you need to. And just wait till the finals because he needs to be as healthy as he can if you want any shot at beating Golden State. Yeah, well, I mean, best bet, ideally, you got to get um, this game, this series now over in five. 
the the sooner the better, right? Yeah. The more time you can get without playing games. If this yep. thing goes more than five games, oh, buddy, not good. Um, and then, you know, you got to hope that the series with uh, Dallas and Utah goes long because, right. you, you know, you don't want that to be done and then Luka gets rest if it's them. So this, this one, I feel for them because it's like you have a team that you feel like is on the verge of doing something special and then it gets derailed like this. But you know, you know who I feel so bad for? I feel bad for Chris Paul. I don't feel bad for the Suns necessarily. I just feel bad for, for Paul because he finally does have a team that has a legit shot. Um, yeah. it's usually and like it's last right. year he got hurt uh, <laughs> and it almost cost him. Um, and he's always been the one that's gotten hurt. Now that he's healthy and playing great, now Booker goes down. Like, and Booker's been playing so well too. Ugh. Yeah, I mean they win game two if if Booker is is yeah, healthy. One at half. <laughs> well, yeah, I, he was the only reason why they were even winning that. That or was it tied? I mean, it was. He had half their points. They're playing terribly. So. Yeah, Speaking I mean, of, by the way, we have to do a, an updated top ten players list because um, there's going to be some some moving parts. Uh, well, I think I think by the end of these, we can do it by the uh, at the end of the playoffs because I think we'll both have Tatum in the top ten. One hundred. Uh, well, I think Tatum, uh, Devin Booker, you might have those two in the top five. To be honest, we'll see. Well, I mean, I guess the injury to Booker though. Um oh, but still. You know, I, I think well, we just we just got to see how he played cuz it was two games. It was one and a half and it was against the Pelicans. I mean, so, outside of Jason Tatum, but Tatum really came on in the second half. I don't know if there was a guy that was playing better than yeah. No, look, I, there it's a conversation. I'm just saying I mean, yeah. I I have Tatum ahead of There's Booker. some moving parts. There's some moving parts. Um no, I mean, I, yes, I do feel like kind of in a sense. I feel for CP3. I, I also don't like. I don't. I don't feel sorry for CP3 because he's one of those players that kind of gets on my nerves. Like he's really great. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best point guards ever. Um, but he does some stuff in the games, and I'm just like, mm, that's kind of tacky. I mean, but, look, I'll say this: I feel bad for the Phoenix players and and the the organization. <laughs> I don't feel bad for the fans. <laughs> yes. I, you know how uh, look I. <laughs> You know, you know me. Uh, I know, yeah. I prideful. I was, I wanted to talk so much crap. I man, I had to. I I almost had to delete my Twitter app because I was gonna say something really stupid. Um, uh, man, if the Nuggets were healthy and playing well, I would be talking so much. Man, I would have been blocked by every Phoenix Suns fan on Twitter. I I would have been blocked by everybody. I I, I feel for for them in a sense. Oh, I do we're, not. We're there, right? I do not. I mean, because there. no, because I still believe that the Nuggets make the make it to the finals last year if they were healthy. Oh yeah, fully healthy. I mean, there was no team playing better than them post trade deadline before Jamal went down. So yeah, but I feel for them in that sense is that you have a team that you feel like wow, like we could actually really do something, and then all it takes is just one. Welcome to the club. Yeah. And no, and it's okay. not just Nuggets fans saying that. It's Lakers fans, even though Lakers got one. So and their fans are Lakers, obnoxious. Clippers. But the Clipper could you imagine the the Clippers? Like, yeah, I mean, do you have Kawhi and Paul George? Those they had finals expectations when that team was built. Brooklyn. Phoenix came out of nowhere. 
Um, yeah, Brooklyn last year. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of teams. Uh, look, you can make an argument Boston last year because they lost Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, join the club. Seat's warm. Come on over. You can watch the rest of the playoffs with us. It's not just one or two teams. It is. And then, of course, Golden it is State's several teams. And this is why I'm saying, like, they're never going to do it. But the NBA should take a year off. Everyone healthy. This yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think in a sense you've kind of. I mean, it's it's hard to do, but I think in a sense they've kind of hurt themselves and the product with that. Yeah. Because and and people say, well, there's always been injuries. Well, yeah, but not like this. Not to this. Not to the superstars. Yeah. I mean, it's not to where it was an extent. Of- I mean, come up with the top twenty players in the league. Half of them. I've missed the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And last year. Like, the bubble last year and this year. Half of them have missed games in the playoffs. Or the whole playoffs. Yep. Well, and that's why I think maybe you look at... You know, they did it last year. They shortened the season. But they started sooner. And then I don't think they really spaced out the schedule much. Well, they need to... No, the, the, schedule, the scheduling hasn't been, been the problem. They need to get rid of back-to-backs. Well, that, Make the season I mean, longer and and get rid of back to backs. They have to get rid of back to backs. Make it longer. I don't know if the players will go for a longer season. Um, well, then you got to shorten it. You got to get rid of back to backs. I I yeah. don't want them to go down to seventy games or whatever, just because history wise, it kind of makes it. I don't know. It kind of sucks. Um, but they got to do something because these injuries are are. It's ruining the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. Um, especially when you have the top players going out like they are. But it is what it is. It happens. Look, I don't feel bad for Phoenix fans, but I do kind of feel bad for myself because I was really enjoying watching Booker play. Uh, dude. T- like, it's been fun. He that first is, half um, was nuts. He's he's put on a master class in the mid-range. Yeah. I mean, he is he's sensational in, in the mid-range. Um yeah, it's it's kind of like Steph shooting from three. Like every shot he takes, you're like, yeah, that's going in. That's kind of how I feel with Devin Booker. Every shot he takes, I'm just like, yeah, that's going in. Look, I'm not saying he's Kobe, but he's the closest that we've had since Kobe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fair to say, at least offensively, yeah. Offensively, yeah. It's, it's fair to say. Mentality, um, no. I, there's other guys, but um, but you know, skill wise, in the mid range and play style. His size, everything. He's the closest. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. He's a great player. Um, yeah, yeah. Sucks for Phoenix fans, but hey. Uh, I don't. You can't say that. You can't. <laughs> I mean, say, I, I for, feel for that. It sucks for the Suns organization, I, the players and the coaches. I, mean, I don't really care about the Suns organization. To the fans, suck I mean, I just, it. I just, I just know how that feels. But you know, hey, hey. But listen. Be careful what you, you know, be careful boasting, right? Because all we heard last year, oh, injury, <laughs> when they were, you know, sweeping us, and then look what happens. But, like I said, I called yep. it. I was worried about it. Phoenix had the, I think, the worst schedule when it come to, came to, like, travel. Uh, we talked about that in the beginning of the season. And then just how many games Booker has been playing. I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of worried, but. Well, and, and it, it is a trend when you see this across the nba milwaukee went through it where they tried to win as many games as they could in the regular season they lost early in the playoffs and they're like all right 
like screw the regular season. We don't care what speed we are in. Let's just get to the playoffs. I think it's a like, fine balance. Like right, you, you need a you need home court. I, I I think you need a top three seed, but you can do that with resting guys. Mm-hmm. And Phoenix and, and I mean Golden State has shown that. Um, Milwaukee has shown that. LeBron has shown that over the years. I mean, how many times was LeBron on a sixty win team? You know, like not very often. I, I don't think ever with with the Cavs when he went to the, in the at least the second stint. Um, so you don't need to win 60 games in the regular season. Like when you're 54, 55, get to the playoffs healthy. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Grizzlies are, or excuse me, the, the T-Wolves are pulling away. They're up 20 almost again. Uh, the Grizzlies outscored them 23 to 12 in the second quarter. Um, but now they're just getting their head kicked in again in this uh in this third quarter so oh man minnesota is they're they an interesting really good. team um but they're they're kind of like the young nuggets right they they've got a centerpiece at at the center position uh their um, centerpiece is edwards uh well, edwards is the best player on that right team right now I, he, he'll be the in the playoffs player. he's been <laughs> oh, what did i tell you about cat like you can't rely on him well that's look funny. hold on cat had a had, cat had a good game one but Edwards, even even and in game one, when he had a good game three? one, Anthony Edwards was just better. What has he done in game two and three? Game two, he had foul trouble. Game three, what is he at tonight? How's he how's he looking tonight? Six points. He's taking three shots. So yeah. I'm just saying, Cat's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not ready to rely on him for a full series yet until he can. Well, no, show. no, but I'm I'm okay with relying on Edwards. Um. Yeah. Let me let me see it for a series. He he had a great game one. He had a bad game two. He's playing. What is he at tonight? I mean, he's got he's 14 at fourteen points. and seven. But so, like they're they're up by twenty, and it's not like it's oh, one of those where like his shooting numbers. Yeah, he's five of ten, fifty percent, three of six from three. Scoring. So. Right. So he doesn't need to do anything. That's my point. Like even in game two he I mean, played pretty they're well shooting 60 percent from the field at three in the first half or in the right first so quarter. right so that's what i'm saying like I, you shouldn't really especially in this game like their numbers are very skewed because me, their others are playing playoff. so well give me a playoff run before i before i start going there give me a playoff run well he's very young so it's yes. not like they're gonna win a championship within the next two years no just saying but, Edwards is for real. What he I'm is, saying is legit. Is they're kind of reminiscent of, of the young Nuggets and that they have defensive pieces around their star players. You know, they're young, they're hungry, they haven't been there in a while. They're ready to just, you know, take on whoever, whenever, however. Um, see if we see if they keep it around them. So, um, is there anything else that you would like to get to before we uh, we wrap the pod here? Um. No, nope. uh, I just uh, want to continue making fun of Phoenix fans, but I will let that go. Oh boy, oh boy, Phoenix! I am I'm at least giving you some sympathy here. Him, not so much. But and no sympathy for me. You know, I mean, it's what you wish for. Um, really hoping we do get a Boston uh, Golden State series. That'd yeah, really that's fun. at this point. That's what I'm cheering for. Is uh, that'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, the Warriors are. They're insane, man. I mean, I, I mean, can you imagine Marcus Smart on Steph and and Pool? Yeah, I, that. Uh, and then then you got Draymond and and what he can bring defensively, and 
Yeah. I mean, this is going to be fun. And, and out of all that, you know what the coolest part is? Is local kid Derek White might be playing on the biggest stage in the NBA. Like, it's really cool just to see him play, mm-hmm. like, and, and make it in the NBA. Like, obviously, he's not, like, you know, a star player. He's, he's, he's a guy. But, you know, like, it just shows you how crazy talented you have to be in the NBA to be a good player, a perennial all-star, and then, like, a superstar talent. Like, in college, right, when we were watching Derek White, like, that guy was a, a killer. He was a monster, at CSU Pueblo, or not CSU Pueblo, what was it? Uh, UCCS. Um, and then, you know, you get to the NBA level, and it's just, he's just another guy. But, like, man, it's, it's really cool, though, seeing him out there do his thing um, and, and play. So, um, outside of that, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you're watching the Nuggets game tonight, I will be sulking in the pain with you because I can't get away from it. For Brandon Stoll on the other side, I'm Steve Bruce Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Ha 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 ha.